This is Eighth Day Encouragement, a recap of the Sunday service, offering hope and faith from the Church of the Holy Trinity, Manhattan. You can find us online at holytrinity-nyc.org. St. Francis, the 12th century holy man and preacher who confounded people in his day and in ours, had a difficult relationship with his own body. Like many religious, for most of his life, Francis privileged the life of the spirit, a relationship with God, a deep and steady prayer life, outreach and compassion with the poor, and in fact, an identity with the poor. He valued that life over the tedious, boring, painful day-to-day maintenance of his own body. In fact, as St. Francis referred to all creation as sister or brother, he referred to his own body as brother, brother ass. (laughs) Brother ass, like a mule or a donkey, necessary for getting work done, but stubborn, burdensome, and sometimes with a will of its own. The body, brother ass, for Francis, was to be endured. Some suppose that when Francis was young and held as a prisoner of war for a time, he must have contracted malaria, which seems to have returned from time to time throughout his life. He also had stomach problems and may have had an ulcer. He had eye problems that were given painful treatments that often didn't help and made things worse. Add to this that Francis pushed himself and was often emotionally isolated from the very community he had inspired. One day later in life, Francis was fussing about his body, brother ass. He asked another brother what he should do. And the other brother helped Francis see that since Francis offered kindness and compassion and mercy to all of creation, perhaps he should do the same with his own body that Christ had actually given Francis his body to to be used to serve other people. Shouldn't Francis show himself a little compassion? Well, Francis heard these words as straight from God. And so Francis smiled and said to himself, cheer up, brother body, and forgive me, for I will now gladly do as you please and gladly hurry to relieve your complaints. We give thanks in Eastertide for the resurrection of the body of Christ, but that also means that we can give thanks for the existence of our own bodies, even when we have complicated relationships with them. In the Gospel from Luke, Jesus appears again to his disciples. He breathes on them and they receive the Holy Spirit. But when the disciples seem baffled by all of this, Jesus brings them back down to ground by asking for something to eat. As if to prove that he's much more than a ghost or a spirit, Jesus is hungry and wants to eat with them. And so they eat fish right there. Jesus then explains that they are witnesses to all that Jesus has done and said and are meant to carry on this work of healing and forgiving and renewing people in the love of God from Jerusalem and into the whole world. And they'll be doing this through their bodies. One might think that during a pandemic, we would be hyper-focused on our own bodies and doing all that we can to, to be healthy and avoid getting the virus. 
But so many of us joke about not the COVID-19, but the COVID-15 that a lot of us have added, those extra pounds that we've put on through stress eating or worry or lack of movement. A lot of us spend increasing amounts of time interacting with people through screens, but not moving around much. And though we're communicating more than ever, and that has blessings, we should never lose sight that we are embodied to follow Christ, and Christianity is an embodied faith. Jesus healed and brought new life into the bodies around him. St. Francis eventually came to show compassion to his body, and we too are called to be good stewards of the bodies that God has given us. The point of this sermon is not that anyone might feel guilty about mistreating their body or feel shamed in any way, but I hear God's Spirit calling me and all of us to remember that we are given these miraculous bodies to learn from and to live with. How might we show compassion to ourselves? How might we take better care and be better stewards? How might we invite God's healing and helping power to make us stronger and more faithful? Let us pray. O God, whose blessed Son made himself known to his disciples in the breaking of bread, open the eyes of our faith that we may behold him in all his redeeming work, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. The choir sings This Joyful Eastertide, music by Charles Wood, and this arrangement by Philip Stopford.
You've been listening to Eighth Day Encouragement. The eighth day is a Monday after the seven days of the week, but the eighth day also stands as a new creation outside the pattern of the usual seven. And so the eighth day symbolizes resurrection, hope, and the possibilities for new life. I'm John Bedingfield, the priest and rector at the Church of the Holy Trinity, Manhattan. I hope you'll come and visit us in person one day, but you can also worship with us through Facebook Live, follow us on YouTube, and learn more at holytrinity-nyc.org. God bless you this week and always.